This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 187. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTPG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. How are you doing this fine Thursday evening? Woo! I am pumped. I am energized and i am doing positive i am ready for this i am podcast. doing positive <laughs> yeah i'm doing i'm all about positive yeah positive mental attitude no woo no that was a no because oh. you shouldn't always have a positive mental attitude woo how are you doing though i'm doing great how are you doing brandon i'm doing awesome as always Let's kick Wow, this. I actually asked you how you were doing. Yeah, that's because I basically fed it into your mind. Yeah, I never do that. But do uh, how about we uh, kick this off with some fan questions and comments? How about it? Let's do it. First one up we have from Ben H. saying, Hello, Brandon and Dave. Hope you've had a great week. I tried to comment last on last week's show, but unfortunately my internet connection was poor, so it did not pr- send properly. I thought I'd make a small rant about WWE inviting Michael Sam to Raw next week. Why did WWE invite Michael Sam to tell his story? It has nothing to do with WWE, and it just takes up TV time for the storylines that right now really aren't building up enough steam. Hope to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Have a great week, Broski Ben Wing. No worries about uh, posting last week. No worries. Yeah. Um, Michael Sam. To be honest, I don't really know much about him. I know He's the one football thing. player, right? I know, well, I know two things then. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Well, that he's gay, openly okay. gay, first openly gay football player, or whatever, and that right. he plays football. Uh, it's oh, and he just got signed by the Cowboys, which makes WWE look really stupid because Why? now, well, because first of all, he probably was not going to appear anyway. Yeah, now, yeah, that's true. because Which now got it, them tons of publicity for the invite. Yeah, but now it's like but now he may not even show up. WWE looks really stupid because he's now signed with the Cowboys and probably can't make it due to having to go to Dallas or wherever the Cowboys train. They removed everything Michael Sam off their website. Uh, however, they did send out a tweet congratulating him as if like, oh, yeah, we, we really support you. There. But to me, it just didn't make sense. I thought it was the dumbest thing that I've seen recently that okay. that tried to involve an outside wrestling, non-wrestling thing into Monday Night Raw just for like, Honestly, I, I kind of disagree with you for the fact that it is publicity. It was just a ratings right? grabber. It had nothing exactly. to do with it's wrestling. Not even a, and not I would have been re- furious if I had I, to watch that. Not even a ratings grabber. It it's is, more though. of a newspaper grabber, a, new, a Yahoo.com grabber as opposed to ratings i think it's more to get the websites like yahoo and whatever else you want to check out to post in tmz to post about michael sam being with on wwe as opposed to i mean no it's not going to be a ratings grabber because nobody's going to tune in to see michael sam 
It's more going to be I don't a know post. how if he has a following or not. Well, I, I, I don't think it's a ratings grabber. I think it's just a, a publicity grabber well, I for think internet. Publicity and ratings whatever. go hand Any. in hand sometimes. Uh, depends, but I don't think this was the case. But I don't think it was going to work to begin with. Um, and I agree with... Uh, and the, the whole reason why... I don't understand the whole reason why they... Like, he gets cut from the... What? What team I, was he on? Was it not the know. Vikings, right? I, I, I have no I, idea. That was Brock The Rams. Lesnar. I think he was on the Rams. I think he got I, cut I really from the Rams know. or whatever. And then WWE's like, wow, fuck that. Well, Michael Sam, you're invited to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. To tell your story. What fucking story does he have? No, they, they were playing... Let's face the facts. WWE, he got the invite because he was gay. Not because... <laughs> he was gay and a football player. I think so, but too. That's that's it. The only thing WWE saw was they could... Um, ex, what is it? Exploit? Yeah, I guess you'd say that. They could exploit Michael Sam for his... For what he has uh, done. But that's it. They were only going to try to make some sort of money off of him. I mean, they're not. not I don't think make anything. money. I don't think it was make money. I think it was making viewership or whatever. But they're not inviting him because he did anything. Uh, in no, they're, no, they're inviting inviting him because he got cut from a team after having the news come out that he was that he's the first openly yeah. gay player. Yeah, I think that's kind of stupid. And I agree with Broski Ben about how it does take up TV time, especially if you're already going to have. Uh, Jerry Springer on the... Uh, well, that was announced after... Oh, that was announced after? That was announced after they that the, the whole Cowboys thing was coming out. Uh-oh. But I don't know if they had that plan for next week or what. Well, they're in, I think they're in Baltimore, so Jerry Springer's not so far away. Yeah, overall, just, I think, bad. WWE shouldn't be... They should be smarter than promoting someone uh, before they have like a ver- some sort of a verbal agreement and... Everything like your. I, I just think it was something a very WCW move. I don't know where what? like Bischoff would be like, "Well, Vince, let's fight." Nah. And Vince, um, of course, Vince isn't showing up to your pay per view. Why would Vince show up to your pay per view? Nah. All well, right, whatever. next next comments from Jasmine. Hey guys, you guys continue to knock it out of the park every week on your show. So thanks for that. I wanted to thank you for giving me ideas for stuff to show my nephew. I had actually mentioned Enzo Amori and Colin Cassidy to him because they are hilarious and I know that he'd enjoy watching them, both in their promos and in the ring. Your idea of showing him the guys on the indie scene is a fantastic idea as well. I wanted to ask you guys what you think of Vince Russo's letter to WWE about what they're putting on now, uh, putting out now. It's quite interesting, and I actually agree with some of his points. Thanks again at Reverse Enemsage. Thank you, Jasmine, for uh, writing and comment for commenting to us. And no problem about those suggestions. Um, if you ever need any ma- other future matches suggested, you know who to look towards. Um, as for the Vince Russo letter, Let's, we actually uh, have Vince, no, Russo have Vince Russo here on the, <laughs> on the online listening experience. Don't, don't say that. Um, an online listening experience, which you can actually check out on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out. Cause I don't even remember if you said all of that. No, I didn't. Uh, facebook.com slash marking out, twitter.com slash marking out. Normally and, comes uh, at the end of the show, but yeah, subscribe on iTunes, rate us, all that fun stuff. Same thing with Stitcher Radio. 
Um, so Vince Russo is here. Don't so say we're that. Gonna have Stop him. saying Vince Russo is here. All right, Vince Musso. Vince Musso is here with us, and he's actually going to read the letter himself, and then I guess Brendan and I will respond. No, seriously, so, now you put me on the spot. <laughs> so, Mr. Musso, go right ahead. That's so stupid. Dear Vince, Stephanie, and Hunter, first, let me apologize for my rant last night on Russo on Rara. I'm Italian. I'm emotional. I'm sorry I get that way sometimes. Come to think of it, you probably witnessed it firsthand in a galaxy far, far away many light years ago. The truth is, I hate to criticize Rara. I really do. Having been there and done that, I realize how difficult it is to come up with these two hours of compelling content every week, let alone three. The job is not easy, I understand that, and nobody can criticize for trying and giving their best effort. Nobody. But the question I have to ask is, is what we see every Monday night Honestly and truly your best effort? I just want to know... Oh, I'm sorry. I just know that having worked with all three of yous in the past, I don't think any of us would have been satisfied or even allowed last night's show to air in its final form. Are we seriously not better than that? What happened to our mantra during the Attitude Era when this week's show was going to be better than last week's? Remember that, Vince? I don't know what it is. I don't know the structure because I'm not there. But nobody, nobody can tell me that with a bit more effort you couldn't be doing better than what we, the people, are being exposed to every Monday night. Look, we all love wrestling. We are huge fans of the WWE. And in all truthfulness, we want to like the show. But you just make it so difficult. Asking anybody to sit through three hours of what you currently put it on the air is not only asking too much, but it's also unfair. Look. I'm not going to tell you what to do or how to do it. Who am I? All I'm asking is that you all ask each other, is this the best that World Wrestling Entertainment has to offer its fans? If the answer is yes, that I guess I've just overrated you. However, I think we all know that's not the answer. Uh, I don't think any of you can walk away from this from that building on Monday night honestly believing that you had just put your best foot forward. I don't believe that for a second. Right now, you have an unbelievable talent roster and up and down from the first match to the main event. But the writing and producing of the show is just not serving them justice. You have to know that. What happened to the work ethic and the commitment that we all shared during the Attitude Era? What happened to the passion 
when we literally used to leave our own blood, sweat, and tears on the script that we wrote. If something didn't exceed our expectations, we were sick over it for days. I know I was. Vince, Stephanie, and Triple H. Yes, we will always be here no matter what. We support you, and we support the WWE. But the truth is, we deserve better. And deep down inside, I know that you know that. With a thousand percent sincerity, peace. Your former head writer, Vince Russo. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Mr. Musso, for coming on the podcast and reading that letter. Um, so, Brandon, what are your thoughts on that? No, I want to know what your thoughts are that. I just spoke for 17 minutes. <laughs> Dude, you can't break kayfabe like that. Yeah, such kayfabe breaking. Um, I completely agree with him. And I'm okay with saying I agree with Vince Russo. The guy has done uh, – you you either love Vince Russo or you hate Vince Russo. I don't think – and I think like a lot of people focus on the negatives more than the positives – and don't realize what he has done. The guy's very bright. And I agree with his statement. And I feel like the product that they did put out was pretty poor. Um, and how I do agree that um, that they should, they should be expecting more from everyone, from their creative and writing staff. And the, the fans do deserve more. What they're putting on for three hours isn't gripping you uh, to the television set or the – the computer or wherever you're watching, it's not gripping you and say, and you don't have that desire to stick around for the entire three hours. I just think Russo might be living in the past when he says some of the stuff that he says though, because wrestling, wrestling's a completely different product now. In what way? Everything. Every aspect of pro wrestling from the other than the fact that it's fixed and there's storylines to go along with stuff. Wrestling's completely changed. Yeah, but obviously fans have changed. But the, the but yes, okay. So you want to say wrestling has changed? And I think and I think mean? Vince Russo only wrote this letter for some sort of publicity thing. He knows that WWE is not going to listen to him. Why no, would WWE so, care about Vince Russo in 2014? He, he he always does that. He has a voice, right? I but, mean, well, and, but like we do this show every single week. We have the goods, we have the middles, we have the bads. Why is WWE going to listen to Vince Russo? You mean over I'm not saying, us? No, I'm not saying that. Because I'm going to be like. I'm not going to say WWE is going to listen to us at all. At not all. even close to Vince Russo. Right. But I'm saying we have a, like we have an opinion on the weekly stuff. Someone else has an opinion. Vince Russo has an opinion. Somebody yeah. other famous people has opinions. I don't understand why. Like, well, why Vince, is, Vince is a big name. In yeah, but why rest- does Vince Russo think that his name. Why does he think that Vince is going to be like, oh. Yeah, Vince Russo's right. I'm going to completely do this. I think that he's just putting it out there. I mean, I don't think But it's out there already. I don't understand why he thinks he's the one to put it out there. Why? why It's already out there. WWE knows. They have to know. A lot more people are going to talk about it when Vince Russo says it just because he was a former head uh, writer. A lot more people are going to talk about it as opposed to, oh, this website's reporting this or this wrestling fan is saying this. Yeah. It's going to be a lot more when he says it. I just—I mean, even when wrestlers on the independent speak out about it that are actually like big names, it gets reported. I mean, 
I yeah, do, but I'm I, saying why why does Vince what, Russo what, think WWE is going to listen to him? I don't think if everybody else is saying it out there. He he has a website. He's he wants to draw people to his website. He's smart. He, he, that's what he's doing. I mean, everybody's I saying the so same what, thing. What, what if WWE isn't evolving correctly, though? You said wrestling has changed. Right. Well, do you think that WWE is changing for the better or worse? Look at the product that they're putting on. Are they cha- or are they still trying to figure out how to change properly I and think, adjust to whatever this they, new era is? I think they're looking to, to adjust still. Like, it seems like if you want to go with that wrestling has evolved and changed, I don't think WWE knows properly how to adjust and change uh, 100%. I mean, there's still a lot that they do wrong. Some usually more wrong than right on Raw. It's just weird, though, because it's like, oh, you're trying to usher in the new era. Let's have Triple H, Kane, and Randy Orton on top of the business, as well as John Cena. And let's close out a few Raws with Stephanie McMahon and the Bella Twins. And give them them the – or give them the moment – uh, the hour spot where people want to like tune into like at nine o'clock. But then at- it's weird because then you look at it. It's like, will wrestling stand if Ziggler, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, somebody else, if they're there and Triple H, John Cena, Orton, Kane aren't? I will mean, wrestling be able I to mean, stand? Will, yeah, of course it will. It's going to stand, but you still need you need to build someone up. I mean, yes, they're building people up, but they're not building them up to a level where someone is a John Cena. Well, someone that's is the, the, the Daniel uh, Bryan, but Kane. it's Daniel Bryan, but he's out. Exactly, but they need to make someone that guy so this way John Cena can retire. I mean, I don't think Cena's anywhere near I close think, to retiring. Neither do I, but at some point he's going to have to. I mean, right now when WWE wants to get definite ratings, what do they do? They bring back wrestlers. They bring back The Rock. And that doesn't even get tons of ratings. They bring back Undertaker. Uh, They do something different with Kane. They're kind of living in the past in that way to draw big ratings. And um, unfortunately, it's not focusing on the new talent. And I feel like that's going to end up – they're going to shoot themselves in the foot in that aspect. But it's just – they need to somehow find a, a better equal balance between new and old. No, I agree with you. They definitely have to find a balance, but it's going to take time to find a balance. But I don't know if I I have the time to invest as they uh, adjust and tweak their product. I don't want to sit around yes, on a three do. hour. I don't want to sit around for a three hour raw and watch crap. I don't like, and I don't. Um, I'm not going to show. I barely watch raw here and there. I, I if I don't want to watch raw, I don't watch it. For the podcast, I watch it on YouTube to catch what I want to talk about. I mean, I'm, I usually skip over the Bella crap because I have no interest in that. While back in the Attitude Era, everyone, no matter what you did, you were stuck to that TV. You wanted to see, even from the people that were mid-carters, you wanted to see what was going on with Gangrel and the Brood. I mean, you always tuned in. While today, you don't have anybody saying, I want to tune in. Because I am invested, I have this invested into the Miz. Like it's it's just different. Maybe it truly is because of competition. Competition was driving it up. You know that could be it too. I mean, the writers back then they had to. It was pretty much in Vince McMahon. It was in the wrestlers. It was Russo said it himself. It was do or die. Yeah, 
There, there were many. I mean, Vince Russo. On if nobody's, uh, if everybody hates that's listening, really dislikes Vince Russo or whatever, go listen to him speaking on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. It's a two-parter, and it's very intelligent. It's very smart, and it will smarten you up a little bit and open up your mind to a little bit more. Um, I just, yeah. How did he get that accent growing up on Long Island? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, he... Like, it's super Long Islandy. But I think he also lived in the Bronx a little bit. Oh. Or, like, something like that. Um, I mean, I I respect the hell hell out of the guy. I mean, yeah, you may want to bash him for WCW and whatever he may have done with TNA... Well, that's but the thing. Like we don't know. Stuff. I don't know what he did for WCW. I don't know what he did exactly. for TNA. Exactly. What do I know? I know he made himself champion. Yeah, but we also know what he has done. I mean... No, even that I don't know. I don't know what he wrote in the Attitude Era. Well, listen. I, you should listen to him on Stone Cold. He talks about... It was pretty much him laying out everything with Vince McMahon, one, the two of them. A lot not, of it. Nothing Kevin done. No, I mean, yeah, everyone had a say, but there was a lot that Vince and uh, Russo were doing together. Like the Montreal Screwjob. I mean, the thing is now, the writers, like, just to backtrack where how you're talking about competition, back then they had to do it or else they were going to go bankrupt. They were going to lose a lot of money. They were going to go bankrupt. Which is why I suggest that you watch the Monday Night Raws on the network. I would love to. Monday Night Wars. No, they're but fantastically the put together, and Russo's heavily featured in it, talking about stuff like that. Yeah, like they were going to go bankrupt. They had to, but right now they don't have that fire lit under them, so they could just, like Russo said in that letter. I don't think the not fire's their, lit under them for that, though. Like, I, even if they did have the competition, it wouldn't be lit towards that. It's. It, it'd but be, I don't think that they they're writing anything with their full like like how he was saying how they would write something, and if it didn't go well. They would feel like they would feel right. sick for the entire what, week. I what feel I like think WWE like that. I think WWE thinks we're WWE. We're at the top. Let's. We're just trying to push this network. Exactly. Five, five I think network. they're very lax. And they but that's what they. I, but they could be. That's the problem. But why? That is. The, that is the problem with pro wrestling and pro wrestling fans. WWE and their writing staff and their raws can be lax. It could suck. But you know what? There are still going to be millions of fans out there that will tune into it. Yeah, regardless, that's one of whatever they put on television, I'm and, watching. And unfortunately, that's um, – it's bad for us, for people that – and for I'm sure most of the listeners where you want to tune in and you want to see a good product. You want to see a good story. You want to see a good match. I mean you're getting, you're getting good matches, but story is questionable. I mean, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so thank you very much for your comments and questions. Uh, much appreciated. Um, go, go check out uh, Vince Russo um, on Twitter and everything, too. He's very intelligent. Go read his stuff. Uh, Pyro Bali Who. Um, and go read his articles. He actually has a lot of intelligent articles on his website, pyroandbalihu.com. Um, he actually spoke – apparently there's a raw – script that was leaked and he pretty much analyzed it saying how it's probably not the final copy because there's no time uh they didn't have the time written in and everything but giving them credit like he analyzes so much go check it out it's worth it yeah um 
So what do you want to go into now? Moving on, let's uh, go to some independent professional wrestling. Uh, some upcoming events. We'll start with uh, Five Bar Wrestling, Standing Tall. It's taking place this Saturday, September 6th, at the Lutus Wrestling Center in Brooklyn, New York. That's uh, 133 29th Street in Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, go visit FiveBarrowWrestling.com. Yeah. They have a... A good card. They got their main event is going to be. Well, why are you going to start with the main event? Be all right. Let's all build right. up to it. All right, build up to it. Yeah, we have uh, Kevin Matthews taking on Damian Darling. They're also the big O taking on Rude Boy Riley. Yeah, we have Talon taking on John Silver. Yeah, and then in the main event for the Five Borough Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, you're gonna the you're gonna have. Anthony Nice taking on Brian Myers. Uh, this is for to become the first ever Five Borough Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, which um, I'm I'm personally pumped to see this. Yeah, I'm jealous of you that you're going to be able to attend this because Nice versus Myers is going to be amazing. Yeah, when Brian got released, I was like, oh, this match, one of yeah. the matches I want to see. And what's funny is because the matches that he has been in. Two of like the few that he's been in have been the matches that you wanted with him. Yeah, but I haven't. Sidney I haven't versus uh, Lance. I haven't been able to see that one. Is that yeah. on the internet even? I don't know. Versus Lance on Oahe? I'd I love to know. see that match. Yeah, yeah, but uh, tickets are twenty five dollars, and it's at the Lutus Wrestling Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, bell times eight p.m. Definitely check it out. I yeah, know. it's definitely it's well worth your time. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we Who also going to be there. Joey Janela is going to be there. Yeah. You mentioned John Silver. Yeah. A ton of others. Yeah. Um, you're also going to have WXW taking place. Uh, WXWC4 taking place September 6th. That's the Saturday. Um, in the Mountainville Memorial Hall located in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, as of now, right now, today... Bo Nakoda, the current heavyweight champion, is going to be taking on the former champion, Lance Anawaii, uh, in a TLC match. This is going to be awesome. WXWC for Ultimate Heavyweight Championship on the line. Yeah. Um, we also both, have the... What? No, I was going to say, both are amazing talents. Uh, yeah. We've spoken about... We've actually spoken about both of them. We don't know... I mean, we don't know that much about Bo Nakoda. But we have seen him in action before, and he is very talented. And Lance, we talk about Lance so often, so much. Yeah. Uh, we also have this Saturday at uh, WXW. WXW. I don't know why I said it like that. We have uh, the debut of Exer Talk with the Exer guys, which one can only assume. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a, a segment, but. Uh, these two are phenomenal on the mic, so yeah, definitely, def yeah, definitely uh, two of my current favorites on the mic. Um, yeah, so go check it out, wxwc4.com. Um, also, if you're looking for a pro wrestling school that's located in Pennsylvania, go check them out. Uh, it's owned and operated by former tag team uh, WWE champ tag team champion, the Head Shrinker Samu. So go check them out. Which, uh, by the way, it's funny. They put up the uh, uh, first 100 hours of Nitro on the WWE Network. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's the second, yeah, the second episode of Nitro, Sabu is making his debut. That's funny. And yeah, I think, and I think uh, Eric Bischoff is like, and we're gonna have the debut of Samu. Yeah, dude, that's, that's like, the funny thing. Like the beginning of WCW, like the Head Shrinkers were wrestling well, on. Well, no, it. that like, what I was making a, well, making light of is the fact that he called Sabu Samu. That's, oh, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Over my head. Yeah, no, Samu wrestled in WCW as well. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be having. What? what else? I, oh, Evolve. We'll talk about Evolve. Oh yeah. No. Well, when when's Evolve? That's the thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. That's next week, right? No. Well, we'll we'll play it now because it's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Evolve thirty four is going to be taking place in uh, the Queensboro Elks Lodge in Elmhurst, New York. Did we go there? Was that where we we saw that? Uh... I've never been there. All right. Maybe not then. No, we went when we went. It was in. Not Lawrence. I don't know where it was. It wasn't Queens. Nah. Um, but go check it out. Evolve 34. You can order it on iPay-Per-View at WWNLive.com. You're going to be seeing the Evolve champion, Drew Galloway, in action. Also, DG, uh, Dragon Gate USA, Open the Freedom Gate champion, Ricochet, and a ton more. Zack yeah. Sabre Jr., Rich Swan, Roderick Strong, Tony Anthony Nice. What happened Mr. there? Mr. A, do not miss Wait, it. Wait, what happened there? Like when what? did when did wasn't Nice with Mr. A and Sue Young? Yeah, they still are. It yeah, says Premier Oh, oh NBA, okay. Yeah, with, with, with. Sue I Young thought it was verses for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, they're still together. Don't okay. don't don't fret. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so go check that out. That is Evolve 34 on the 13th. And then Evolve 35 on the 14th is going to be taking place in at Ooh, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Why? You're not going to um, go where? What it says? No, I, I don't know how to pronounce where it's at. <laughs> Let's see. Um, the Brooklyn. For, uh, the you, you're Lyceum? pretty much going to have the same wrestlers from the night before, but even still, it's going to be worth it. I believe it's Lyceum. Lyceum? Lyceum? The Brooklyn Lyceum? Lyceum? The Lyceum Theater? I don't um, know. Yeah, Lyceum. so go visit www.nlive.com. Uh, Drew Galloway as a champion, you don't want to miss it because you're, you're right now you're going to be able to see Drew Mac, the wrestler formerly known as Drew McIntyre, kind of evolve. Wow, everything. Dave, great pun, fantastic huh? pun. Oh, huh? yeah, <laughs> funny. Yeah, no, you're going to see Drew McIntyre evolve into pretty much your one of your future champions. Hopefully, this is yeah. Hopefully, knock on wood. This is where it's future champions as in WWE. Yes. Uh, so, um, I guess let's get into Outside the Ring news. Yeah. Uh, outside the Ring news. Apparently, CM Punk is suing the WWE. Apparently. Apparently, he hasn't been getting his royalty checks or his checks, so he's suing them for royalties and uh, like, likeness in WWE 2K15 and whatever else. The game didn't um, come out yet. How could he fucking – how could know. he sue them for that? I don't know. I guess just because he's in the game, but, yeah, but I think that, I don't know get, how. I think they get paid after it gets released. How could yeah. they? That's like a pre-order. Oh, look! I'm here's some here's some money. You're know. in this game. Well, how come well, I didn't get paid? Good news for Brock Lesnar and for the fans. Not, Apparently, no, no, Brock not Lesnar. Good news for Brock Lesnar. 
Yeah, good that news sounds for like us. terrible news for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, um, apparently WWE is able to call on him at any point to appear on Raw or pay-per-views because they worked out some sort of a deal where it's going to be like – I think it was like per uh, – like a, a set rate or something like that. I mean it's, he's still going to be making probably, a shit ton yeah, of money. He's probably going to get paid like a – nah, it's going to be like – a lot of money. $500,000 per yeah, appearance? Yeah, a lot think? of money. But you know what? They have the money, and it's only going to benefit to have your champion representing your product I'm personally, a lot more. I'm personally um, sick and tired of all these stupid packages between them. Yeah. I don't give a shit about seeing a video package if the person's not going to show up on Raw and be there. I know. Or show up on SmackDown and be there. I agree. I agree. Um, also, Ryback... Um, I guess to all those rumors, no, he was not released. He had in, uh, an injury and he underwent surgery. Uh, apparently, he had a few. Uh, he had groin pulls and he got a, he had a herniated disc repaired. So, wishing Ryback um, a speedy recovery. Also, Jake Roberts was in the hospital last week. Yeah, I believe. I think um, last week he had a flight to I was it Vegas. Yeah, he was actually supposed to wrestle the amazing Jonathan, which uh, if you're into comedy or magic, you know the amazing Jonathan. If you don't, go YouTube amazing Jonathan. He's very I'm, funny. I'm into comedy and magic. Yeah, I, I and find, wrestling. <laughs> I have no idea who this guy. Really, is. I I always watch his stuff on Comedy Central whenever it airs. He is very funny. Um, he is a comedian slash magician and works it all in his show. I guess slash wrestler too. I that I, no, I don't think I don't know. You said he was supposed to work him. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to face off against Jake the Snake, but I don't know how that was going to work. Um, also, keeping with WWE. Well, wait, and, wait, Jake Roberts. We didn't get discussing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. What happened? He had he was uh, on, he got to the airplane. <clears throat> Or he was on the airplane and arrived, and uh, did he pass out in a, in a hotel I room? I don't know. He they was found him. He had, yeah, he had, he had stuff in his lungs, and apparently pneumonia. he had uh, pneumonia, and he didn't know that. Yeah, so he had pneumonia. He There was stuff out there that he was in a coma and stuff like that. Uh, but the good news is right now he is out of the ICU, and he is doing a lot better. Uh, Simbo D formerly known as Kazarni, has been keeping everyone pretty much up to date on his condition. I thought it was funny. They updated his condition and said that uh, Jake wanted, like, steak and all this food. And, yeah. and they were like, no. <laughs> and he just flipped him off. Yeah. So, That's so Jake. Uh, very, ha very happy to hear that Jake the Snake is making a recovery and yeah. keep on fighting. Yeah. The dude's a fighter. Definitely. Um, I guess let's go into – you know what? Let's, you want to do NXT? Or no? No. I like want... a segue into it. No, let's, right. do, no. let's do All right, so P PWG. Okay, well, hold up then. Uh, TNA, I guess this is going to be our TNA talk. Okay. Um, Bobby Lashley may not be appearing in Japan for uh, that TNA pay-per-view. Why? Because he has a Bellator fight this upcoming week. So they haven't advertised their own champion over there yet or anything because is they it, don't know how he's going to do this fight. But that's a pay-per-view. Yeah, they haven't advertised anything with him yet. Okay. So I guess if he gets the shit kicked out of him, expect the champion to be losing it on the tapings, on the, it, one of the upcoming tapings. Who are you, WCW? Yeah. <laughs> 
Not that I know that he's losing it and anything, but uh, yeah, if he does lose pretty bad and has gets injured during his fight or whatever, I'm really someone else to win it. I'm really enjoying some of the uh, Manhattan Center prom, uh, not promo shows, events that TNA's put on. I just mm-hmm. think it's uh, I don't know. It's a shame that it's what. It, uh, it just I, I don't know it should have been it should have been different stuff stuff and it just seems a bit repetitive for stuff and people look bored in the audience at points too so it's like it's definitely chopped up from like there there's no way that they filmed all this each yeah. day was one show they definitely chopped this up to form different shows so mm-hmm. i just i just wish that it was live every week but that's really expensive to do so what are you going to do yeah um, this past weekend, PWG Battle, Battle of Los, of Los Angeles. Angeles. Yes, I thought 2014. I thought you were going to say Bola. <laughs> I, I was going to say Bola. Uh, Bola. Yeah. Um, took place this past weekend. Uh, In Reseda, California? Yes, that's the one. Three nights, back to back to back. Um, so three some nights, right? Awesome independent wrestling. On the first night, you ended up having in the first round a ton of matches. You had TJ Perkins defeating Bobby Fish, Trevor Lee defeating Cedric Alexander, um, AJ Styles defeating Brian Myers, which is kind of unfortunate because we wanted to see Brian Myers advance. Uh, yeah, Kyle especially Riley. especially because AJ is like already that established guy, so I could see why they made him advance and everything. But yeah, of course, I, mean, I guess it worked out for for Brian. The yeah, definitely. And then you also – so you had a ton of wrestlers advancing. You had the world's cutest tag team, Kenneth Luray and Joey Ryan, successfully retaining their championship against Rich Swan and Ricochet and Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Um, so that was all on night one. You also had a, another match. Chuck Taylor, Ken, Kenny Omega, and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. On night two – uh, they continued with the other first-round matches. You had Candice LeRae advancing, defeating Rich Swan, Ricochet defe- defeating Chris Sabin, Matt Seidel, formerly known as Evan Bourne, defeating Chris Hero. Can we talk about Chris Hero real quick? You can. I'm not calling anybody fat. The guy is out of shape. I mean, if anybody sees an updated photo of Chris Hero wrestling – the guy let himself go big time. But I feel like he's always been that guy that didn't need to be in shape, that he was always kind of on the no, chunkier side. Not, not like he is now. It's not like he looks like Husky Harris. Yeah, he's No, getting, he doesn't. He is getting, he's getting to Husky Harris. He just Harris. looks like Chris Hero from 2000 and what? Uh, no way. 2007? Dude. No way. Yeah, I think so. Nah, I think you just haven't seen enough of him recently uh, or enough of him old stuff recently. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Adam Cole, and you also had the Young Bucks defeating Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, and a few other matches. And then on night three, you had the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the final match. A ton of matches took place. Um, you had Roderick Strong getting a bye into the finals. Uh, so then in the finals, going to skip all the way ahead. Wait, shouldn't we talk about, before we speak about the finals, shouldn't we talk about the... Other matches that might have happened on what do you night mean? three, like Mount Rushmore defeating ACH, oh, Brian okay. Myers, and Chris Sabin. Yeah, Young Bucks and Adam Cole defeated ACH, Chris Sabin, and Brian Myers. Uh, you also had Rich Swan, Chris Hero, Joey Ryan, Chuck Taylor, def- and, J- and Willie Mack defeating Bobby Fish, Biff Busick, 
Drew Gulak, Cedric Alexander, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, you when, had, did, when did Trent run in? Um, he ran in – hold on. Stalled him quick. Stalled. Uh, stalling, stalling, danger, danger. Oh, Zordon. <laughs> keep on going. Keep on going. I don't know. I Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. I need you to go to wherever you went to. And Almost there. Glendale, what is it? California? So close to where PWG is. And I need you to send them back because Rita is forming a nation army and people need to know what happened with Trump. Zordon, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> You're so terrible with this. Yeah, I can't find anything about Trent. <laughs> I do not even remember. Trent did a run-in at one point. Yeah, he did, he did do a run-in. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't find anything about it. Like, they don't have it listed. I'm trying to go off of uh, one of the websites right now. Wait, so night three did it have the quarterfinals and semifinals? Or? Night three, yeah, had the, the quarterfinals, no. semifinals, and the finals. It, wait, are you sure? Yeah, night three. Because night one and two are all quarterfinals. Oh, so then it was just the semifinals and then the final. Yeah. So it had Johnny Gargano versus Trevor Lee, where Gargano picked up the victory. And wait, yeah. it had Kyle O'Reilly. No. Uh, Ricochet had, defeating Kenny Omega well, well, in the other semifinal round. Um, then, and then, then you there had, was also Kyle O'Reilly who had the bye versus Roderick Strong who lost to other Roderick way around. Strong. Well, who lost to Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong picked up the victory. The fucking victory was Roderick okay. Strong, Johnny okay, Gargano, yeah. and Ricochet. Yeah. And then the finals went and saw Ricochet defeating Johnny Gargano and Roderick Strong yeah. to become the 2014 BOLA. Champion? I don't know. What do you become there? Uh, the Son will come Bola, out. Bola Dude, winner? People Bola winner? You. People definitely hate you. Me? Yeah. You're the, why are you asking me things like that? Do uh, you know the answer? What did they become? Yeah, the winner. Yeah, that's it. The bowl of winner. That's yeah, it. Right, that's it. That's all that happened. You're making it into a big ordeal. No, I'm just saying. What are you saying? If you're going to talk about a promotion that you love and care for. Uh, and what? <laughs> I'm not, no, just you should know stuff like when Trent runs in. But I'm no, sorry. I'm fine. not going to. I don't have t as much time on my hands as some people like you. I don't watch PWG. Yet somehow shit. I knew all the matches and results. I saw the preview video. I saw the Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae show. Did you? Yeah, I did. I didn't. For and some somehow reason you missed. skipped over Kazarian and Daniels. Yeah, it's because you probably sent it at the wrong time, but whatever. Bullshit. No. Um, I guess some news coming out of this. Willie Mack um, did a farewell speech. Apparently he's going to be going towards uh, WWE. Uh, so they nothing say. Has, nothing has been announced, but expect to see Willie Mack knock on wood. Uh, I don't think you knock on wood with stuff center. like that. Yeah, apparently he gave his, uh, his farewell speech. So, Willie Mac, WWE, what up? And we've seen tons of people that from uh, WWE past and I guess kind of present in these bola tournaments. I mean, Chris Hero obviously is in that, but we've seen people like Paul London, uh, Antonio Cesaro has been in it. Well, all, they, were, they did all that before. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, but even 
more recently, I guess. Fuck, I don't believe you just threw me out of the bus like that. Yeah, I mean, Finley, was, Finley was a part of it. Sami Zayn would, as El Generico. That's Kevin really dick Steen. of you, you know. What? What did I throw you under the you bus really with? You throw me on the bus with that. With what? With me How knowing stuff? How am I supposed stuff? to watch a product when all it is is DVDs? I mean... How am I supposed to watch a product when all it is is DVDs? Buy the DVD, dude. There. Asshole? It's yourself. Dick? <laughs> all right. Let's take a commercial break. Who um, says commercial? Nobody says commercial. I don't know. Do we have a sponsor yet? No. You just say, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. No? Are you going to say it? All right, I guess. Um, and we'll be back here. <laughs> this is Drew Gulak for A Better Combat Zone, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. The only online listening experience in the world today. Episode 187 coming at you right now. Uh, let's bring up some SmackDown, some WWE, some Maine talk. Maine talk. Did you go sure. in Maine? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, I, I planned. I, I tried planning a, a road trip yesterday. Okay. To California, to and from California. No for, way. Uh, Two way trip. Obviously, okay. I'll never take the trip. But uh, why this? Why is that? Well, because it it'll cost too much money, and nobody has the time to to road trip to California. <laughs> but, All right. But in the in the road trip, I don't even know why I brought this up. Maine has nothing to do with it. Maine wasn't a state we were going to visit. But I was going to go from New York to Toronto. But that got shut down. So okay. it was going to be New York to Philadelphia. and then from, raised? I don't think so. Oh, okay. And then from Philly, I think it was going to be up to Chicago. No, no. First, first after Philly is uh, Cleveland for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Then, then Chicago. Then we were going to take like this fucking, what was it? Maybe Mount Rushmore in South Dakota? I don't know. Just to get to, to California, but nobody wants to go. We have breaking news on Marking Out. Uh, apparently, last week, Solomon Crow, after we spoke about everything, he chipped his tibia uh, in his leg um, on his birthday. So that took place at a house show. But today, just an hour ago, he tweeted out saying he got the MRI's uh, results back. And he does not need surgery. So he just has a boot on his leg. And he has boot on leg. No surgery. So that is good news. So yes. So thank you for saving me from that road trip. You're very welcome. And let's move on to some SmackDown. Trip. Unless you want to do NXT. No, we're going to okay, do SmackDown. Smackdown. NXT didn't happen yet, asshole. <laughs> Don't you remember the last time you said that? No. I, I X'd off. Oh, yeah, uh, let's, let's kick, do let's, Yeah, middles. middles. Yeah. All right, kicking off with the... We yeah. argued with this. You wanted this for so much to be in the bads, but Paige defeating Emma. The reason why I put this part in the middles was because I found very... I mean, obviously the match was, what, 30 seconds long? You good over there? Are you watching it, match, or whatever? What are you doing over there? Yeah, 58 seconds. That's yeah, so good. it was really quick, but I liked some of the... That's not funny. That isn't funny at all. In no aspect would that be funny. But I thought there were some parts of this match that were cool, like when Paige threw Emma into the ropes, whatever, and uh, she tried to hit her, whatever. Emma, like, 
I guess, fell backwards and ended up kicking Paige in the back of the head. So I thought that was cool, but then Paige obviously ripped her into the ring and did the, not the, what is it, the PTO? Yeah, the PTO. I think so. But um, why the reason why it's in the middle is why you should want well, it in the let me let me just, before we advance, because you're going to advance to what happened after, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, while we're talking about the match, I wasn't, the reason I'm not a fan of the match is because of how short it was. Right. And we know how good they are and could work together. We've seen them on NXT. Um, they were they wrestled each other on the first show, correct? I believe so. Or it was one of the NXT uh, episodes where they wrestled and they got rave reviews for their match. Yeah. And it was just disappointing that all of that, and it was just 58 seconds long. Yeah. So that, that really, that's what bothered me the most. But for me, what bothered me the most was the fact afterwards, AJ came out. With a box of chocolates, which was fine. But this took, like, what seemed like 10 minutes. I don't know how long it actually took. The crowd was completely dead. It was There was a dead air on the commentator's side as well. I mean, yeah, which all you, literally be. all you heard was like a... Which was like yeah, a weird it was awkward. AJ basically ended up telling Paige to eat a chocolate because that's what best friends do or whatever, eat chocolate together. And... Paige picked up the chocolate, ate it, and then spit it back into the box, which AJ, I guess, took offense to it. But this whole part of this whole after... I thought she spit it in her face. No, I think it went back into the box. I think oh. I think Paige spit the chocolate into AJ's box of chocolates. What's so funny about that? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not laughing. Now you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. But... I mean, this this whole after-match segment was just like, woof. Yeah. And not in the good woof. It's the, the Home Alone use of definition of woof. Yeah, not young Frankenstein woof. Um, yeah, but it was bad. Um, Another Swagger, thing that we argued about. Yeah, Swagger took on Rusev, and Rusev got the victory. Yeah, Rusev defeated him in a submission match. Which, I don't get why it was a submission match when Swagger lost two other matches before. Because he didn't tap. But I still, I, I, whatever. They're say, I think no, that they're no, going to re, reunite, uh, reignite anything between them, it's going to be an I quit match. Bo Dallas think, showed well, up. Well, before you get up to all of that. Bo Dallas love, showed up. No, no. no before you get to all of that, <laughs> I love the fact that both of them, unlike John Cena, the oh, two yeah. of them are selling these injuries. But it was a little stupid Rusev, at, at some Rusev point. selling the ankle. Why would you kick somebody if you have a bum ankle, though? Why not use the other ankle and try and stand on the, ba- the bad one? Because it's all that he knows. What does but that mean, it's all that he knows? I don't know. But I also like the fact that like they're all bandaged up and everything. And I, I thought it was working. I liked it. Yeah, but Bo Dallas stepped in, came out of nowhere, threw a, a towel into the ring. And for whatever reason, the ref needed to focus so much on that towel and pick it up, turn his back to the towel, or turn his back to the to Rusev and Swagger and put the towel and say, oh, this doesn't belong here, outside of the ring, when normally a referee would just kick it outside of the ring with, if a good fucking referee, if you want me to believe you're a referee and not bury referees, referees should always keep their eyes on the fucking talent. Obviously, that's not how wrestling works. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, unless it's 
scripted the other right. way. Right. Obviously, that's not how it works. But to me, that like I just get pissed off when I see stupid shit like that because I you're know letting like, reality get in your way too much. I just I can't. A towel. Wow, hey, oh, this doesn't belong cinder, in here. With the with the cement blocks or whatever. You're, you're letting reality get in your way too much. I, I actually like the end of this. And then I like Dallas, how then Bo Dallas tripped Swagger while he was getting up with yeah. Rusev on his back, and Rusev then locked in the accolade again. But to me, it looked like Swagger's foot was under the fucking rope. Well, which, was, if the foot is under the rope, you can't have it. You gotta break it. I can't take this, David. But I'm off the, the show. Goodbye. If the referee doesn't see it, it is all good. The referee was looking right there. I'm almost certain. I'm not positive that the foot was no, under the rope. Dude. No, dude. No. Only what? look at what you're supposed to be looking at. What am I supposed to be looking at? Oh, you're talking about the referee. Yes. Like, that, and that Rusev had him in the submission hold and won. So Afterwards, Bo Dallas cut the promo and hit Swagger with the running Bo Dog. Get a new finisher, bro. Word. That's it. Yeah. And uh, next up in the middles, we have Jimmy Uso defeating Stardust. Uh, before the match, Goldust apologized for their actions from Monday night. And, uh, I mean, this match didn't really take place. It was a quick roll-up victory. And then after the match, the big thing to talk about was Goldust. And, I mean, I guess Stardust, Stardust did too. Beat down Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, it's, uh, specifically more Jay, Jay with his who injury. Was, yeah, who was already um, injured. And then they... Uh, no, the chair was on Monday, right? Yeah, well, well this my goodness. Just, goodness gracious. Yeah, this was just a beatdown. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, moving on to the goods. Bray Wyatt took yeah. on Roman Reigns. Yes. I don't have in, the winner. In losing the, effort. This is In losing effort because yeah. there was a disqualification. That's uh, funny. Roman Reigns was doing that drop kick that he does onto the apron, and Luke Harper went to attack him, but... Uh, Reigns was actually fighting him off. It was Eric Rowan who got, when he got involved, that's when the DQ came. And then they just beat them, beat down Roman Reigns. And uh, Big Show and Mark Henry came out and uh, helped him out. So that yeah. set up the main event. Is anybody else kind of interested in the storyline between Eric Rowan and Luke Harper at all? Like just how Luke Harper kind of has his own control factor over Eric Rowan. Like, Excuse me. He's always slapping him, like kind of controlling him. Yeah, you're and right. And Eric Rowan is just letting him. I'm kind of – I want to know more of this storyline together. Like I want to know more of their story. I don't know. Maybe in time you'll find out. Possibly. Hopefully. Uh, RVD lost to Seth Rollins. Yeah, which uh, in, I have to say. Say it. What are you going to say? No, I was going to say I think in his last match, televised match. We're not positive. But yeah, I – Say it again. I really enjoyed these two matches. These two's matches. Their matches together is what I should say. Yeah. I mean, RVD sells finishing moves so awesome that it made the curb stomp look incredible. I over and over ever again. since ever since that first time that he sold it was uh, it, the, the curb stomp or yeah the general? curb stomp. Oh, it had. I jumped back because I was like, holy shit. <laughs> because it looks so damn good. Yeah. And, um, and these match, their matches aren't great. I mean, aren't bad. <laughs> no. And it's it's weird because we've, I, I don't know, I've done a lot more complaining about Rob Van Dam than you did in recent history. Since, For sure. Since everyone's like, oh, 
Chris Jericho, Rob Van Dam was the match of the year. And it's like, nah, I didn't see that at all. I saw that match look like shit, in my opinion. But yeah. And then for RVD, oh, God, I don't want to see RVD wrestle this, that, this, that. And then he puts on really good matches with with Seth Rollins. So. No doubt. Um, you also have had Sheamus defeating Miz Dow. Yeah. Um, the, what is it? Stunt, stunt double? Stunt yeah, double. yeah, the stunt double. The stunt yeah. double for uh, uh, for the Miz. Yeah, Miz was on commentary here, and uh, I guess they're going with this. What the Miz with and Miz now? Yeah, I I I say go with it, run with yeah, it, I'm take not, it. I'm not I, shitting on it by any means at all. Yeah, no, I love what they're doing. I think it's great. Um, I think it's good television, and it gives it makes Sandow relevant, and I think it's perfect because it also gets him involved with this with the storylines that he should be involved with right now yeah and uh after the match miz attacked sheamus but ran off and ziggler actually ran down throw me throwing miz back into the ring and uh sheamus went to hit uh went to hit i guess miz with the bro kick but yeah, miz, miz ducked out and hit miz Dow, and, and sheamus hit miz down so uh, um you also had big showing event, event. Yeah. Big Show Mark Henry and Roman Reigns defeated the Wyatt family. Which Big Show did a sunset flip. On Eric Rowan. Not that yeah. that has anything to do with it. Big but Show did a sunset awesome. flip. That was awesome. That was sick. Um, I was a big fan of that. Big, I, big people can move and surprise people. Huh? Big people can move and surprise people sometimes. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of that finish. Luke Harper going for the discus clothesline, and again he rocked with the spear. Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, Big Show, Mark Henry, and Roman Reigns were all uh, kind of wearing matching gear. Not really matching gear, but it was like they were all had the same color scheme. I guess like, I could the, see the it. The blue and black. Uh, I, could I see guess it. Mark Henry and Big Show were more matching. I think Mark's was camouflage blue as well as yeah. Big Show. But someone agree with you. Everyone in this match absolutely killed it, though. Yeah, they'd agree with you. Everybody in that match absolutely killed it. Do we have any bads for no, SmackDown? There's no bads. You know what that means? It's time for what some Monday Night Raw. Yeah, do it, Dave. Monday Night Raw. See, were you practicing? No. Why? Did it sound better? It, better, but in that voice, can you say, hello, ladies? Hello. Oh, I did the crusty. <laughs> <laughs> I did the crusty. Hello, ladies. No, you can't do it. Whatever. Hello. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? You can practice off air. Oh, sorry. Hello, um, ladies. All right. Yeah. Wait, what was it? Hello, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies. What, wait, what was my line? Hello, ladies. Yeah. Hello, ladies. Jeez. <laughs> <No. laughs> let's yeah. kick it off with the bads, right? Please, let's get them out of the way. I'm just going to say Cameron, Eva Marie... And Rosa Mendez is that up. a sick, is that a sick joke? Is that a fucking sick joke? They they teamed up to take on Summer Rae, Layla, and Naomi. It's like they wanted to put like all of the really good wrestlers on one side and all of the really bad actresses on the other. Like, um, the match was a no contest. I don't even want to speak about this. I was furious watching that. I mean... I mean, who doesn't like a good pile-on, though? 
I just, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, it's Total Divas. Yeah, it's a new season. They're going to bring it back and do the same three-on-three <laughs> matches or four-on-four four matches. Rosa looked awful. Yeah, even she missed the fucking cue where Layla was needed to do the kick or whatever. And I know. It's awful. On the plus side, she's making Eva Marie look really good. So. I don't think Eva Marie's that terrible, though. I don't either. I everyone, think she, everyone, shot on that match with hers on NXT. I don't think that was so bad. I, I actually think she's going to be one of the next uh, big divas in WWE. She has the look. I think she can. Uh, she can improve. Obviously, anybody can improve. Who's getting married this season? Well. Uh, Cameron, I think. On this season? No, I that's think next so. season. Oh, I thought it was her. Oh, Eva Marie's getting remarried on this season. To have an actual wedding that we're supposed to believe is all her doing and not E's doing. Yeah, about that. It's like, Uh, oh, who the fuck sends out wedding invites with or wedding save the dates with you in lingerie and your fucking husband shirtless? I don't know. I don't understand. If If you had a daughter, what would you do if your daughter was getting remarried or whatever? Or to have an actual ceremony and everything instead of that city hall stuff, and she sends you a save the date and you're, she's wearing lingerie. Well, she better not be sending that to me. Her nips are popping through it, see through lingerie. What would you do? Like I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'd be like, yeah. like give me back my wedding gift that I originally gave you. Uh, let's move on to the other bed. Um, you want to take away with this segment? Stephanie McMahon uh, introduced the whole segment, I guess, uh, bringing out Nikki Bella to discuss Brie Bella. And I don't this, this whole was garbage. I get pissed off watching this as well. And then, yeah. like, you had AJ's involvement. Yeah, because had... yeah, they're bringing up the Divas Championship, and then AJ oh. skips her way down to the fucking ring. Paige comes down because she's the Divas Champion. To me, it was all over the place, and nothing made sense. Yeah. No, I mean, why is AJ getting in the face of Stephanie McMahon? Right? I didn't understand that at all. Like, and it's then like, Stephanie oh. McMahon's kind of like uh, belittling AJ, which I guess Stephanie McMahon should be doing. But even still, uh, it's whole, just, it was whole, just weird. The whole main point was that Nikki wanted the title shot, and then Nikki was telling Bree to quit over and over again. Then Bree pushed Nikki. And Nikki pushed into Paige, I guess, or knocked into Paige. And then AJ picked up the title and skipped around. And then Stephanie made AJ give her the title. What the fuck was that whole segment for? And now we're going to have to sit through shit next fucking week with Jerry Springer? Oh! What was that? (laughs) That was me throwing my hands up in the air. I don't know. It sounded like a best Louis Louis Armstrong impression. (laughs) Possibly. Um, so that was the bad, let's go into the middles. Yeah. Which I guess we argued at this as well or no? Which? No, we didn't argue with this. Never mind. All right. Jack Swagger defeated Curtis Axel. Uh, Zeb Coulter made his return, I guess, before the match. Yeah. Thank goodness. I mean, during, not thank goodness, but very happy to see it. During the match, however, Bo Dallas came out and, uh, started introducing people or not introducing people. He just had the people come out and sit on the stage. And uh, Swagger won the match. And Bo afterwards... Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, you you did interrupt me, and you don't have to apologize. I just want to mention real quick. Axel didn't look 
anything near impressive in the ring. I think I mean, it was. I think he was. He wasn't supposed to. I don't think he wasn't. It was just one of those like enhancement things that. But he didn't even look good. Like I just he, think it was one of those things that WWE is like, go out there. This is exactly what's going to happen. You don't need to do anything other than. But you lose. should at least. Get, it didn't even look like he cared. I don't. I, I mean, I don't think honestly that he's don't ever. Think it was his decision. I don't think he's going to be a single like. I think right now he needs Ryback. Yeah, which sucks. But all right, continue. Yeah, so Bo gets on the mic and speaks about the people that he brought out, which were people that were let down by Swagger's loss or losses to Rusev. Which specifically I the the uh, pay per view match I thought was dumb because one guy bet twice on Jack Swagger's matches. Which, in reality, would be stupid to bet on wrestling. And I'm sure even Pete Rose would laugh in this guy's face. Another guy came from Italy and failed his citizenship test because Swagger Swagger lost his match? How the fuck does that make sense? I... And now the guy's being deported, so it was Jack Swagger's fault? (laughs) What? Yeah. And then we saw just... a chick whose kid's favorite wrestler was Jack Swagger. And now he wants to be like Vladimir Putin? Yeah, what who says that? What of a fucking segment was this? <laughs> what was that? What? Yeah. what? It, it, uh, it's mind-blowing. I don't know what the fuck. Maybe that should have been in the bads. Maybe it should have. But, I mean... We did have. I, I'm impressed with the way Swagger's been in the ring. Yeah, it's like Swagger has new life in him now. Yeah, and it's, I guess, part in in part due to the whole "We the People" face turn, Rusev thing. Nah, are you serious? What? What was that? Stupid. What? I'm on WWE shop, and they're selling a T-shirt. Uh, yep. That says nine ninety nine. Yep, four nine ninety nine. Oy vey. Really? And people are going to buy it. People are going to buy it. Uh, Speaking of stuff that I don't buy, this was originally in my bads. Moved to the middles because Dave liked this. Rusev defeated Zack Ryder. I kept trying to say Jack Swagger there, but he (laughs) defeated Zack Ryder. In my opinion, it was a complete pointless match. I I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. I thought it did nothing for him. He's trying to build. He's trying to make Rusev. Yeah, but he's also. But he. But Rusev is also kind of. Uh, I guess now because Swagger because they they're putting Swagger with Bo Dallas, Rusev has only Mark Henry. I mean, I mean you can't did, really. Did Zach you can't put, look fantastic in the match. Losing? But you can't. But yes. you can't put. Yeah, but you can't put Rusev against someone. Who's better than – who is someone near uh, Mark Henry that you could have him defeat? I just think this is a terrible thing that they've done where they – again, they're devolving Rusev. Like he was up there having, ma- have, having matches with Swagger where people were cheering, chanting, oh my god, this bad. And then they brought it back down and now they're just going to have him face, I guess, the I new age jobber. Just I don't so Mark Henry so. can run down after and, and Rusev walks off. Well, could you enhancement talent, not jobber? So I said that, the new age jobber. I know, um, but yeah, I'm completely fine with it. The thing is, you don't have any wrestler that can be defeated uh, that could be on the near Mark Henry because you want Rusev 
in your uh, argument, you want Rusev to be defeating someone that's a little bit of higher status. But you can't go above Mark Henry because then it's too kind of – I don't know. It's one There's side. There's got to be somebody out there that could do that, and I don't. I don't know. The who. only person that's near his size, I don't his so. manner is if you have Rusev defeat the Big Show. I don't think so. I don't think you could do that though. And the only other person out there is to have him defeat Big E, which he's done already, and we've seen that shit. We don't want to see that again. I'd rather see him versus Zack Ryder again and see a decent match. And see, but it, nothing happened the in the match. Almost nothing happened in the match. It was just boom. It oh. didn't have to. It got Rusev on TV. It got the flag to drop. It got the got the heat with the fans. That's it. It kept it relevant. I thought it was. I thought it was quite pointless. But apparently, they, they, apparently they. We say apparently way too much. Dirt sheets are idiots. They they were saying that Zack Ryder was getting. Uh, squashed in this match because he's been tweeting out kind of like JTG-ish against the WWE and his position. You're so stupid if you believe that that's the reason why he was in this match. He was in this match because he can make wrestlers look good. If he he was in a JTG status because of speaking out against the company, they're not going to use him on television. They're going to take a paycheck away from him and not use him at all. By having him lose on television, you're not making him look bad. He's not uh, towards the end of his contract and he was a high-up guy where you want to belittle him and bury him so he doesn't get signed somewhere else. Uh, there is no – I don't think that – I think that this report online is completely idiotic. Sheets will be sheets. Um, so whoever wrote that storyline and whoever's believing it, just – you're very gullible. And whoever's writing it, go F yourself. And fuck you, Mark Madden, you terrible commentator from WCW. Yeah, for sure. apparently is on Jim Ross's show. I guess they're friends. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the toughest thing in the world to be someone like Zack Ryder. That, I think being an enhancement talent yeah. is one of the most underrated uh, Do you know what wrestlers. it's like? Do you know what it's like? Care to tell people, me? For people to think you're the buddy. All because think... of between the Dolph Ziggler road. Yeah. Um... We also had in the middles. That's it. Yeah, that was it for the middles. Moving on to the goods. Monday Night Raw opened up with the highlight reel, uh, which I don't know. I guess I was a fan. Whatever. Chris Jericho's guest was supposed to be Randy Orton, but Orton came out with Triple H, Rollins, and Kane, and they all went. They did like their back and forth. They made the 999 joke with the network. John Cena came out. Roman Reigns came out. The main event was made for the night. Did its job, plain and simple. It wasn't overly done. It wasn't stupid. It was done right. It was fine. Yeah. It was done right. Um, you had Cesaro in The Miz defeating Ziggler and Sheamus. I was a big fan of this match. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was fantastic. Cesaro with that fallaway pin. That was like I don't I don't think I've ever I, he might have done that before, but I don't think I've seen that done. Anywhere else? It was awesome. Um, also, I, I love the fact that the Miz tried to tag in, have Sandow replace him, like towards the end of the match, where he was just like stunt double, and then Sandow got into the ring. Uh, uh, yeah, he well, was I getting. Well, he was, yeah, Miz now is getting into the ring. The ref's like, absolutely not. You're getting out of the ring. Okay, okay, I'm getting out. Boom, zigzag. 
Then, I thought it was hilarious. Miz, right after that, though, right after he hit the zigzag, got in there, boom, right away, hit him with the skull-crushing finale, which ended the match. Yeah. Which was a great way, uh, great match. I don't understand. I guess maybe they're doing Cesaro versus Sheamus. That's, is that going to be on the pay-per-view? Yeah, no, that, I think they already have that announced. Oh, Cesaro must be number one contender, I guess? Yeah, he is. I guess he won that. He yeah, did. right. Okay. I it forgot was him for a versus second. RBD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot for a second Sheamus was a champion. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's very forgettable, which yeah. is unfortunate. I, and I, I guess I forgot Ziggler was also champion. Did you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, well. I remember Ziggler as champion before Sheamus champion. But that's the sad thing with that they're forgettable with the championships. They're not doing enough. Yeah, speaking of forgettable... Uh, Big Show and Mark Henry teamed up to defeat the Wyatt family only by disqualification when Rusev got involved and attacked Mark Henry. Why I said forgettable, though, was commentary bringing this up as if we've never seen this match before. Yeah. We've seen nothing but this match for, like, the past two weeks. And, it, like, it re like, different, obviously, three-man tags or six-man tags, whatever the fuck. Yeah, variations. But... Still, like, how I, are we going to pretend that we haven't seen this? I'm a fan and, of And not once did the Wyatt family win. I'm yeah, pretty sure Big is, Show Mark Henry's team has always won over the Wyatt family. Um, I'm pretty sure. I kind of have a feeling that the Wyatt's won one. Don't think so. I really don't think so. Um, but I do think that if they didn't, they should be. And I like the involvement of Rusev in this. I like it because it's setting up him and... Henry. It's weird that there's week, two storylines combining, I guess, again here. I guess. But the thing is, you're going to have either next week or in two weeks. Or next week. Uh, you're gonna, or, yeah, before the pay-per-view, <laughs> you're going to have Rusev versus Big Show. And then pro maybe during that match, you have Rusev win, and then the Wyatt family attacks Big Show. And then setting up, or Rusev just beats down Big Show, and then sets up Rusev versus Mark Henry at the pay-per-view. Yeah, maybe. As an uh, undercard. Uh, after that, we had Adam Rose, finally. Which, man, I was about to tweet at the beginning of the night saying, I hope we see Adam Rose on Raw tonight. And then this happened. I was like, what? That's awesome. I'm happy to see Ty uh, Slater Gator wrestle. Well, Slater Gator didn't wrestle. But Adam Rose Be defeated out there on Raw. Titus O'Neil. Yes. During and the match, the bunny hopped, I guess, a little too close to uh, Heath Slater. And he pushed him down. And the bunny... He didn't... Yeah. What? No, no, keep it going. The bunny got up and attacked the heck out of Heath. Which yeah. caused, uh, I guess, a distraction for Titus to lose, but... Yeah, I thought it was a fine match. It are, was a good... Are we going to see Adam Rose and the bunny take on Slater Gator at the pay-per-view? You know, that may be a good idea. It may be a good idea. I mean, be obviously, that'd be a pre-show. I don't think that they would do that as a pre-show. There's no way that'd go on live paper. Because think about it. If you put that as a pre-show, what is that going to draw? Yeah, but why is anyone going to want to see that, that on the pay-per-view? I think you're more likely to see the U.S. Championship or the IC Championship as the pre-show before you're going to see uh, Rose and the Bunny versus Slater Gator. I don't or know. I think that it's going to be on Raw. I don't know. Uh, so, Only time will tell. Uh, you also had Goldust defeating Jimmy Uso. Um, 
Wait, yeah? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then post-match, they beat him and... Well, Stardust, uh, I guess, threw Jimmy... Or threw Jay down, I think. Because Jay uh-huh. was on the floor when the match ended. And Stardust and Goldust then beat both Usos down. More importantly, Jay Uso. Yeah, they uh, got him in the turnbuckle. Uh, slid that turnbuckle... Slid uh, the term, their, his legs around that turnbuckle, and then smacked his injured leg with the chair. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked really good. I thought it was a good spot. Yeah, so I guess this, I mean, do we call them heels yet? I guess, right? Do we call Stardust uh, and Goldust heels? I guess. Um, it's being reported on WWE.com that uh, apparently Jimmy Uso is now injured. Yeah. So, injured. So, <laughs> expect him to be off Raw until like the week before the pay per view, and then make his big like return or whatever. Maybe his big fight. Um, and then we got our main event, yeah, yeah, main event time. Y2J, John Cena, and Roman Reigns defeated Kane, Randy Orton, and Seth Rollins. Yeah, Reigns uh, basically won the match here. Great match, it's like a really long main event, too, for Monday Night Raw. But uh, it all came down to it. Roman Reigns won the match, and John Cena was outside yelling in Triple H's face. Kind of, I don't know what the fuck he was saying. That he was going to be the one to uh, defeat Brock Lesnar at the pay-per-view. And Uh Seth Rollins went to attack John Cena, but Cena hit him with the AA on the commentating table. I thought that spot looked cool. I thought it was fine. I'm I'm good with... Everything with the altercation that John Cena was having with Triple H. Um, I thought Seth Rollins' involvement in that was very good. Yeah. If anything, I felt bad for Rollins because, I mean, taking a move like that on top of the commentary without them clearing the cameras and everything. Yeah. uh, TVs, I could see that hurting. Well, I mean, I'm not a pro wrestler, so I don't know how it feels like to go through a table. So what didn't you like about it? What do you mean? You told me that there was something that John Cena did that you didn't like. I don't recall that at all. You said that he took away from the from Roman uh, Roman Reigns or something like that. Maybe you spoke to somebody else about that. I did no, not no, no, say no. that you, at you, all. You told, you told me to wa- make sure I watched this because you didn't like something specific that John Cena was doing. Like he was taking stuff away, uh, the no. spot away from Roman Reigns. I think you're remembering it wrong. No. I think you remember our conversation wrong. Why? I was what? saying like John Cena's like pointing at Reigns and and then saying that he's going to defeat Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Wait, what? Nothing. I just what do we want me to repeat here? I don't get yeah. I'm John Cena was saying that he was going to be the one to defeat Brock Lesnar on the pay per view. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so that is the sports entertainment. Except it's not NXT talk. You're right. It is not NXT talk because that was Monday Night Raw. Yeah. No, so let's it's not on the TV. end of sports entertainment talk, you fucking asshole. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to apologize, though. Um, <laughs> you just did. So no, I didn't. I didn't apologize. You did. I want a Greek salad, damn it. Um, NXT this week. Charlotte defeated Alexa Bliss. I still think Alexa Bliss is going to be... Yeah, I don't know why there's a coffee mug there. (laughs) A big star at some point. Yeah. I Uh, hope so. I do hope so. I think so. You pretty much... You had all of your 
contestants in this uh, yeah, upcoming the championship event. match re uh, win their respectful matches. Yeah, Tyler Breeze defeated Ty Dillinger. Tyson uh, Kidd defeated Adam Rose. Yeah, Sami Zayn defeated Marcus Louis. And your NXT champion, Adrian Neville, defeated CJ Parker. However, yeah, okay, so they're all going to face each other off in a match. Do we have those matches? Uh, yeah, I think they have them uh, announced already. Everything's announced, I guess. But it's going to be, uh, yeah, and then the only thing else that happened on NXT was Kalisto and Sin Cara defeating the Vaude Villains, who uh, now their number one contenders will be going on next week to face the Ascension on the live NXT taping of uh, NXT Arrival. Which I think, I speak for the both of us, we were very happy at that. Um, but, uh, this tag team, Sin Cara and uh, Kalisto, is just amazing. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I guess I do hope that they pick up the victory there. And I hope that... Nah, I don't, I don't know. What? I don't know if I, I don't know. I I, I guess because uh, I really want uh, Kalisto on the main roster. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I I want to see them win the championships just because I am sick and tired of the ascension. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, they I just, think that they maybe don't do anything. Just, yeah, I think that they spent way too long with them. Yeah, and they now blew it. it kind of like died yeah, out. Yeah, they blew it. Yeah. Um, so what else did we have? That was it. Well, um, what are the matches for NXT Arrival that's announced? NXT Arrival, you have right now, let's pull that up. You have, uh, Charlotte defending her women's championship, NXT women's championship against uh, Bailey. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, it's NXT TakeOver. Yeah. My what did bad. you say? Arrival. Oh, I didn't yeah. even... Yeah, um, so you have Charlotte, you got Mojo Raleigh versus Bull Dempsey in their singles match. Where hopefully, not hopefully, Mojo needs to go get repackaged after this. Yeah, he's so gotta, hopefully Bull will pick up the victory there. For sure, agreed. Um, you also have. Hold on, I'm trying to pull. this I mean, up. the only other matches that we didn't speak about was the hair versus hair match between Enzo Amore and Sylvester Lafort. <clears throat> so, I don't know who's gonna win that. I would be surprised. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Enzo lost his hair. But, yeah. But would it, it be, be his hair or his beard? I don't know. Because they shaved off some of his beard the other night. Yeah. Or the other week. So I don't really know what they're going to be going for. Yeah, um, I don't know. And then the anything main else event, with it? Yeah. Well, you have the tag team match, which we said, and then the main event is going to be Adrian Neville defending his championship versus Sami Zayn. Tyler Breeze and Tyson Kidd, who do you see walking out champion? Who do I see? I see... I know who should be walking out as champion. That being Adrian Neville, in my yeah. opinion. Just I because, actually, just I because it's, it's like, oh, you have the NXT arrival, then TakeOver. He wins it on TakeOver, I believe, and then loses it the next pay-per-view. You don't want yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think, pay -per -view, I think whatever, Neville whatever, is going to win. And if, you're, if not Neville... I think Tyson Kidd is going to win. I don't see Sami Zayn winning. Yeah, Sam, I think Sammy, Sammy should come up already. Yeah, I think Sami Zayn is too close to being uh, called up to actually win the championship. It would be interesting if Adrian Neville drops it to Tyson Kidd. I mean, he defeated him last TakeOver event. 
Exactly. Um, and I mean, I would love to see Tyler Breeze as champion as well. I mean, the guy from wrestling that is Mike Dalton to, I never, back then, I didn't even think he, yeah, I thought he was a talented uh, wrestler, but I didn't really see much of him because he had a pretty generic gimmick. All you really knew about him was that he was a graduate from the Lance Storm Academy. I and, think I think it would do a lot more if uh, Tyson Kidd picked up the victory in this match. I think so too. So okay, so then you choose Tyson Kidd or Neville. I would rather see Tyson Kidd, actually. I don't need to see Adrian Neville be, be champion still. Yeah, I, I feel like Neville. You have he's solidified himself now. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't want to say this, but Kid has to solidify himself now. Yeah. Even though he's been up there already. He's been tag team champion and held gold before. This would be he, great for him. Great for yeah, his career. This would be a great boost. I would love to him. know I would love to know where Justin Gabriel went. I uh, I think he's still together with them. Um I forgot. He's just wrestled too. I would love to know where Fandango is. I don't yeah, know they, where Fandango's been. They dropped that storyline quick. Who else did I? Who else was I confused with? Huh? I don't. Oh, it was just Justin Gabriel and Fandango. Yeah. Like, where has Fandango been? Fandango wing. Fandang. Where has Fandango been? I don't know. I saw he tweeted out a picture today of a dancer. Maybe he's coming back with somebody new. Possibly. Did I? I didn't say you did. I saw he did. Oh. Gotcha. But that was sports entertainment talk. Uh, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Gonna kick off the jams. Kick off these shout outs with the people that promoted us. They're fucking shameless plugs, Dave. Uh, you make me curse because you boil my blood. <laughs> yes, my shameless plugs. Uh, first one, Jasmine. Go follow her at Reverse NMSage. Sinner at Sind40. The PTE Show at The PTE Show. Hope you're subscribed to both of his YouTube channels. John Griffin at John Griffin. Allie at The Alley Cat 1122. Uh, we tweeted out a link that you could. Uh, uh, donate any money towards the Wounded Warrior Project and uh, Allie will be trying to get her well we'll be getting her second headband from Tough Mudder so she is kicking ass and trying to donate as well so go help the cause you, you got a Tough Mudder or what? what up? you got a Tough Mudder or what? yeah I got my headband no it's like a, it's like a Italian oh, guy really? saying Tough Mudder like yeah, yeah. you got a Tough Mudder? Yeah, up and then 2014, just, folks. Yeah, Not everything's hitting. Kevin at K underscore A underscore S underscore O. Wait, no, zero one. That kind of sounded cool for a little bit, uh, or at least to me. Um, and Rohit RK at Rohit CR two K. Thank you, everybody, for promoting us. Much appreciated, Kevin. Thank you for uh, tweeting us those pictures of the times that we made. WWE, the WWE app, much appreciated. Also, go check out CZW Wrestling Dojo Wars 9, September 10th, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., Blackwood, New Jersey. You're going to be seeing five matches 
see the CZW trainees taking on some of the wrestlers from the CZW main roster for only $5. Do not miss this chance. If you are part of media, if you want to be a vendor, if you want to sponsor this show at all, contact DJ Hyde at djhyde at czwwrestling.com. Where is it again? Uh, Blackwood, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think that's where their uh, facility is. So go check that out, czwrestling.com. Also, Right Coast Pro will be putting on an event on the date of September 13th in Newark, New, uh, Newark Delaware. You're going to be seeing the ECW original Mikey Whipwreck taking on Kurt Hawkins. Wait, why do they have it promoted as Kurt Hawkins? No, That's they're good. teaming up. Is it, it, it's, it's tough to read Aren't this. Aren't they teaming shit. up? Okay, yeah. All right. So it's going to be Stockade and King Mega taking on Brian Myers and Mikey Whipwreck. So go check that out. You're also going to be having Ryan Rush taking on Anthony Bowens. Uh, Damian Gibbs will be in a match. And a ton more. So go check them out September 13th. Uh, Newark, New Jersey. Uh, I keep on saying New Newark, York. Delaware. Yeah, Newark, Delaware. Delaware. Great right, little town. Rightcoastpro.com. Uh, go check them out. And uh, Brandon. Shameless plugs. Unfucking believable. Shout outs, Dave. Listen to Brandon's shout outs because when there are shout outs, <laughs> there's honey. The first shout-out, I didn't even ask you how your Labor Day weekend was, but the first shout-out goes to my Labor Day weekend because I went to Medieval Times and Adventureland, which is a amusement park here on Long Island that I guess is based for little kids, but I guess adults go there too. But I haven't been to both of those places in years, and I wanted to do something fun, so my friends and I went there. Uh, you love Medieval Times, though, right? Me? Yeah. I... I don't know. Well, I guess fun. you love the food. Yeah, no, the tomato soup is amazing. What are, what are uh, memories of Adventureland too? <laughs> memories of Adventureland. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Throwing Skittles at the in the haunted house. You say that I don't remember that. It must have been just you and my other brother. Probably my other brother, like you're my brother. I, I do um, remember <laughs> though that that you and I, our families would go there every summer. Like that was our thing. Yeah, it was fun. The yeah. pirate ship, the looping star. The hurricane. I would never. I went on the looping star once in my lifetime. They took it out now, but man, oh man, was I like. Yeah. How could you send the kid? I was must have been like eight years old on the looping star, cursing up a storm. <laughs> but uh, the next shout out will be for the people uh, who tweeted to at Disney at Bruckheimer JB at JB Films and at Disney Pictures and told them that I have an orange beard and should be in Pirates of the Caribbean five. Uh, the people are at Mike Dubose23, at Cole Trafford, and of course Dave did it as well. So at Dave the Rave underscore MO. So thank you for that. The offer will still be extended to those that tweet Disney and company uh, saying that I should be in Pirates of the Caribbean 5 as an extra because I have an orange beard. I uh, don't think it's going to work at all, but whatever. You never know. And uh, last but not least, uh, unfortunately this week, 
today, actually, uh, Joan Rivers passed away. Uh, she is one of my all-time favorite comedians and never failed to make me laugh. Uh, she had one of those, like, the, the best approaches to all the serious situations going on in the world, and that would that was just to answer it with comedy and basically never apologize for what was said, which comedy is meant to be funny, and in dire situations, she was there to say something to lighten the mood. Uh, she was basically she was the one that would push the envelope the envelope whatever when nobody would touch it even so yeah i i very i'm upset that she passed away as well yeah um i kind of one of my regrets is not seeing her live with uh, don rickles i just wish i got to see her perform one more time than i only saw her once live but i wish i got to see her more didn't she blow your mind because she was so dirty or no well i knew that I knew how dirty she was, but <laughs> yeah. she was absolutely one of the funniest people ever. I don't like I don't I don't I don't get offended at anything people say, so she was right there. I think when things are said like uh in regards to comedy, whether it's race, gender, religion, um in and it's not said in a hateful manner, uh I think it's a-okay. It's comedy. It's joking. It's, I mean, people, I think it's crazy that people are saying uh, that Joan Rivers is a racist. Don Rickles is a racist. It's comedy. That's what comedians do. They make light of real situations. Yeah, and people go to these shows and they laugh. I mean, sure, you'll have here or there. Even on Joan's, uh, she had like a documentary that came out and they showed someone heckling her. Because she she made like a deaf joke or whatever she goes and she goes oh it's supposed to be funny he goes not when you have like a deaf kid or whatever deaf son something like that and she just like tore him a new one and, and explained exactly why it was funny yeah she she is smart Don Rickles is smart and unfortunately it's kind of like that comedy is a dying breed because of how uptight society is now yeah uh, like you can't go around and make jokes like you used to. Like the uh, I do. Uh, the Dean Martin, I the do it. Dean, like the Dean Martin roast that they used to have. Yeah, they used to crack jokes at uh, your race uh, to like uh, Muhammad Ali, Sammy Davis Jr. You used to do religion jokes, everything, and it's unfortunate because that was that was funny. It wasn't dirty. It was clever. It was yeah. smart. It was funny. Yeah, it wasn't, Joan, it wasn't hateful. And Joan Rivers was right there. She did so much. I mean. So many things in the comedy world, so she'll definitely be missed. I will definitely miss her being here. I watched all her shows and everything. Not Fashion Police, but I watched like Melissa and Joan and all those shows. Uh -huh. But yeah, so those are my shout outs. And uh, that was our. Oh, no. No, yes. it is not our. Yeah. So let's yes, do our. Of the week. You don't say mark out moment of the week. The thing says the mark out moment of the week. Oh, yeah. I always forget that. Jesus. But, yeah, yeah. what's what's our mark out <laughs> moment of the week here? All right. Mark out moment of the week goes to the Young Bucks versus the world's cutest tag team. Um, I think that, that I finally got around to seeing that match, and it was unbelievable from PWG 11. Uh, it was amazing. 
there was so many different there was a spot where they used gummy bat gummy bears instead of thumbtacks there was a tombstone pile driver combo a uh, tombstone and then slash pile driver tag team combo to the outside of the ring uh to Candice LeRae I believe uh they ended up putting thumbtacks in the mouth of Joey Ryan and super kicking him there was just so much going on and it was unbelievable uh the part that really blew my mind was uh Matt Jackson put on a shoe that was on the bottom it was all thumbtacks glued to it uh so of course the young bucks are known for their super kicks so then they go to super kick Joey Ryan, but Candice LeRae gets in the way. So then he nails Candice LeRae right in the head. Then he ends up hitting uh, Nick as well. Why don't you let but, the people watch the match for themselves? Oh, definitely. It was, but it was just unbelievable. And then Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan pick up the victory following a balls plex onto the thumbtacks. So it was. I was marking out so much for this match. Go watch it. Go uh, order it. Order the paper, um, Order the DVD from PWG. Go support them. This is well worth your money. Uh, and then Bola, from the sounds of it and the looks of who faced who, order it. It is amazing. Um, yeah, that was my mark out moment of the week. You got anything or nah? Uh, not really, other than uh, I really wanted to be on the blue team at Medieval Times. Uh, but when we got there, they handed me a red and yellow crown. So uh, I went and bought some merch, and the guy hands me a red and yellow flag, and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take the blue one. And then the uh, the red and yellow knight lost, and the blue knight won. So I'd like to go. think that they knew that there was a guy out in that red and yellow section that bought a blue flag <laughs> to cheer for the blue knight. And the blue knight picked up the victory. Which is, I mean, that, that show is basically comparable to pro wrestling in some sorts, some aspects. Yeah. It's all Man, fake. No, exactly. <laughs> it's all fake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was yeah, our no. show this week. So that is, yeah, that is the show this week. Thank you very much to you listeners. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for downloading this, subscribing to this, commenting, questioning, everything that you do for us. Thank you. Much appreciated. Go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash out. Go subscribe and rate us on Stitcher Radio. And also go subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate us on both of them, please. Please also go share it with your friends. Share the wealth. What's that? Oh, nothing. No, keep going. All right. Well, share the wealth and all of that fun stuff. Also, do as Brandon said. BTTG. Go, I'm trying to speak under you, bro. Uh, <laughs> go, go tweet what Brandon said to tweet out to Disney. Let's get him in Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Yes, he please. He has a huge orange beard. So BTTG let's tweet that out. Get it out there. Thank you so much for listening to us. It is so appreciated. Thank you for promoting us. Thank you for everything you do for us. Um, and go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a